Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Chris Euler. And we're broadcasting this morning from the Lux Candle Factory in Ipswich, South Dakota, just about 30 miles west of Aberdeen, South Dakota. It's been a great morning, and we've got one fireball guest left. Oh, yeah. We got one last one here. He's a pretty, pretty good guy, I'd say. Likes to have a lot of fun. Did but he he's pay also, you to say that? Did he pay me to say that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can neither confirm nor, nor deny, deny the transactions oh, that that's occurred. That's the fancy answer. Right. <laughs> I will tell you this, though. He did tell me yesterday that I have a face for radio. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I had to say it, Mr. Stone. He knows. You I, feel know like, I feel like we should clear this up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you may have been the one that said that. Part. I did say that. <laughs> and then he proceeded to tell me my wife would disagree. But oh. it's all right. It's going to be okay. I, I recognize where weaknesses may come in. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Mark. Well, thanks for joining us, Mr. Stone. As, uh, uh, Mark Stone here is a, he's a religion teacher at the Roncalli Elementary School, so he serves the, the students ages uh, or grades three through six. So, mm. um, Mark, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, I, I'm a battler from Gettysburg. I grew up in Gettysburg here in South Dakota and in a family of five. My um, I was adopted by my parents in 1963. If you're doing the math, then you can figure out how old I might be today. Um, <laughs> I have a brother and a sister also who are adopted and, and a wonderful family. Um, I just I couldn't have asked for a, 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 any sort of a different blessing to, to grow up in the family that I did. And and uh, and I've been married to to my wife Barb. In fact, today is our 36th anniversary. Oh my gosh! Happy anniversary! Well, thank you. Quite a blessing uh, to, to, to be able to share in that with her. And, and we were blessed with three kids of our own and, and now seven grandkids. So our family continues to grow. And, and what a joy it has been to, to have those kids and grandkids in our life. It's my 28th year at Ron Colley. And I, as Chris, you noted, I, I teach religion to grades three through six. And uh, I partner with an Ipswich native, Terry Dosh, uh, this year as activities directors. And I'm still involved with programs like track and field and driver education. So the days and the weeks and the months go by quickly. But oh, it's absolutely. All yeah, absolutely. Mark and I actually <laughs> coach track together, and he's he's the head coach. I am. I'm one of the jumping coaches, so we work we work pretty closely there. So it's a lot of fun. So well, thanks for sharing about yourself. So uh, today we're going to talk about a little bit of a virtue. Okay. So um, now. This virtue oftentimes is misunderstood in certain areas, or it can just be kind of lost up. Okay, it can be lost in the mix. And so, uh, what is that virtue? Um, well, I, I I would imagine to a degree, um, stewardship uh, is. Sometimes we think of stewardship maybe as uh, maybe when we share with the parish, we give to our church, to our community, and to be sure, those are certainly examples of of stewardship, but. But stewardship is more likely a formation of the heart. It's more likely um, developed in prayer and developed through constant um, positive examples that are, that are set for one another. And if it, if, it, if stewardship becomes a, a matter of the heart, then it also becomes a matter of, of life in a manner, in, in just a, a way of life and a way of living. And it's, it's certainly an essential lesson that we learn as disciples of Jesus. I mean, Jesus himself was the premier example of stewardship, and um, and that's really our goal. Our, our goal should be to strive for such a thing. 
Absolutely, yeah. And so, like you spoke to that, stewardship can be is much more than just giving to our church. It's something that we foster in our hearts. It needs to be something that is like living our very being, just out of response right. to the love of right. Jesus, right? And so, with your with you're with your students, grades three through six at Roncalli Elementary School, and you're working to help instill these virtues. You know, first off, you know, teaching them, you know, so they form their their intellect. But how are you helping to form their hearts and help them to form them to grow mm-hmm. in stewardship? Um, well, I, first of all, I, it's important for me to note that we have a school system full of, of servant leaders. And I, I know sometimes the title or the phrase servant leader, you know, might, might get tossed about sometimes in ways that it's not really intended. But we have a school system full of servant leaders. Our teachers and our staff mm. are just tremendous. Uh, and, and you know this, Chris, from being in one of the one of the schools yourself. Yeah. We have just some tremendous, tremendous people among our staff and our faculty who set a Christ-centered example every day of offering their time and their talent and their treasure. So when when these kids walk in the door of our primary school, our elementary school, or our junior senior high school, um, they're presented every day with with people there. Um, who are setting that example. So when you visit our schools, you're likely to see um, active stewardship. Stewardship, just a, a love and a generosity to God that's shared with others. And we certainly, in all three buildings, have examples of how our students do serve as stewards and how they're learning stewardship. But I, it, it's, it's just so important for me to mention that, that we have such tremendous examples in our school system among our adults. That our that our students uh, are really really have the opportunity to learn about stewardship and what it means to be a steward from those teachers and staff, and it's that's just such a blessing to be a part of that. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, you know, apart from that example, though, too, and so uh, showing like you're we're living examples of how to be stewards and to love. And so, how have you seen your students, especially this month here, take the virtue of stewardship and live it out? Well, one of the things actually that just concluded today, and these are examples that are specific to the elementary school where I'm currently teaching, and um, but today we finished a Thanksgiving food drive, which was tremendously successful. Our students and families donated non-perishable foods that goes to support our two parishes, Sacred Heart and St. Mary's here in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Um, our students often participate in liturgical and mass ministries, on a regular basis, things like cantering and lecturing, uh, altar servers, sacristans, greeters, which is a beautiful way uh, to, to be a steward um, in your community and in your school. Um, if, if you if you visit our school and you're fortunate to be here at a time, every day we start the day in the gymnasium by praying the rosary. Um, we have once a week uh, the chaplet of Divine Mercy, and oftentimes that classroom is nearly full. Um, and, and again, those are formative times when, you know, as we spoke earlier, if, if during prayer God's forming the heart and forming young stewards, um, that's, again, that's a blessing because it is during prayer where the Lord works in really special ways. And um, we, we just have a lot of examples. For, for instance, we have a Golden Rule crew fondly known as our GRC team of students. Um, that's a group of about 20. Um, the name, of course, comes from Scripture, Golden Rule. 
Right. Um, and they serve our community. They, they, for instance, they supervise at research. They help clean the recess. I mean, to help supervise at recess. They help clean up in the lunchroom. Uh, they serve at special events in different ways. They help do um, some cleaning projects in the parish hall and for the parish. Um, just any number of ways where where they serve. And um, so uh, there's a few. Um, if I had made a complete list, it would be a lot longer. But there's a few mm-hmm. really great examples of, of what our kids do. Very, very proud of them. Oh, absolutely. And it's not like they're just doing these things to do them, right? You know, because anytime we do an right. act of service, it, feel, it does feel right. good, right? It uniquely right. feels good. Um, True that. And so... And and that can be something that's a reward itself, but that's not at all what it's all about at the end of the day, right? And so, right. Um, yeah, struggling to find that balance between I need you to do these things, but then trying to find the why. Why are you going to do these things, right? right. And so, right. Um, and you've seen this lived out from students through generations. You've seen it in your own life. You've seen it through many people. Um, and so to you, what does it mean personally? to see these young people growing in virtue at such a young age? Well, it's affirming to, to know that if they're learning it now, they're likely to have the same set of values as an adult. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's affirming to know that our graduates and the, and the students that are in our school system are learning to be stewards, partly because of the tremendous example that's set for them by our, by our staff and our, and our teachers, partly because of the experiences they have, but it's affirming to me, it's comforting to me to know that we're not going to run out of adult stewards. We're not going to run out of people who care about others and look for ways. You know, once we understand that everything is a gift, a gift from God, literally everything, when we begin to think about that differently, we're, we're more sensitive to making sure that it's valued and cared for. And... And doing so, of course, when we care for things and we value those things, of course, that brings glory to God. And and for that, we're really proud of our kids. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I, it's it's so true. Like finding value in like every little thing that they do, and recognizing that one day they're going to be adults, right? They're the future right. priests. They're the future uh, husband and wives. They're the future uh, who are going to raise our children to. Like well, they're yeah, they're children now, but they're the future. They're gonna, they're gonna, they are. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I just can't. They're our future. Yeah, I just don't know what more to say. Yeah. <laughs> so it's we're true. gonna we're gonna wrap it, it up just real quickly. Do you have just a brief message you just would like to leave with listeners this morning? Um. Well, uh, other than than to uh, to carry the spirit of gratitude on this Thanksgiving week, um, but to to just encourage and challenge people to as. Uh, Again, another beloved name from the Ipswich uh, community, uh, Father Roger Gaditz always used to say, and then challenge people to have an attitude of gratitude. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I suppose for, for all of us, that would be not only this week and, and Thanksgiving, but to be sure that Thanksgiving happens all year, every day of the year. And so I, um, that's a challenge for myself. It's a reminder to myself, but, but maybe, a, maybe it's a good reminder at this time, too. So. Well, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Stone, for sharing all your stuff. This was Mark Stone with uh, Aberdeen Roncalli Elementary School sharing stewardship with us. So thanks for being on this morning. We really appreciate you and all you do. And I know personally I appreciate you quite a bit. So thank you for being you. You're great. 
Well, thank you, and thank you for for the opportunity, and uh, have a happy happy Thanksgiving to both of you and your family. Hey, thank you, thank Thank you you so much. All right, well, that's the end of the show, and Father Tim, you're a couple minutes late. I am. This is Father (laughs) Timothy Smith from Holy Cross, pastor of Holy Cross in Ipswich. Had a community need here at Holy Cross. We're praying for the loss of a couple of our parishioners who had a tragic uh, accident, but we love them, and we're we're just giving God thanks today as we gather as a community in God's glory. And so, so many great things, and that's what it means to be members of the church, is that we support each other in all our needs. uh, Great things happen happening uh, in God's holy church at all times, and we give him thanks, especially in our sorrow and grief, but also in the things that we can give thanks for as we approach the season of gratitude. Well, I'm glad that Father Tim Smith's here, because then you can part us with a blessing. And I got to be careful how I bless, because I don't want to bless all these candles in this beautiful candle factory. I'll leave that to all the pastors. Okay, okay. (laughs) Just kidding. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we ask that you would pour forth your blessings upon all our listeners to real presence radio strengthen us during this week of the virtue of gratitude that we would give thanks to you in all your glory and may almighty god continue to pour forth his grace and love to each and every one here and may almighty god bless you the father and the son and the holy spirit amen, amen. amen. go in peace to love and serve the lord Thanks Thanks be to God. God. And thanks be to you, to all our listeners, as we broadcast live this week from Holy Cross Parish in Ipswich from the Lux Candle Company. Amen. It was a good good show. You'll have to go check it out. Amen. God bless you. All right. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.